I've already started recording. We got a very special brew review tonight. It is a Valentine's Day special, and we got a gift for everyone out there. We got a guest host with us, Mr. Michael Lee, a little beautiful Asian man, yes. here to join us in the fun. I'm just honored to be invited to this special group <laughs> of people. He's been twice course, retired, and he pre-33. I don't even know. I don't even know your real age because you look like you're 22. Um, but Until he's 50, and then he'll look 70. He's been traveling the world, eating, hitting on white women in all different cities of America. Asian women, too. I mean, Asian women, too, but, you know, I just... They, that was assumed, Mike, you're Asian. So, you know, I think they got that point. Not everybody. Um, this is also a special episode because we are doing our first classic movie, and we did the best classic of all, Commando. Commando. <laughs> Arnold. This is Sean's favorite movie of all time. I, well, I wouldn't go that far, but it's a very, it's a very fucking good movie. It's a very good movie. <laughs> this is the only movie that I know you can quote more. You can quote almost the entire. Movie. I can quote a lot of movies, but this one I can quote uh, pretty well as well. You know, it's, <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good one. So let's talk about what we're drinking a little bit. We've been drinking for a while now, uh, going on three, four hours. Uh, I have a little Highland Park Scotch. Bring it back. Whiskey style here, aged twelve years, just like I like it. <laughs> just like just Alyssa like Alyssa Milano, Milano in this movie. Yeah. In this movie. Yeah. I didn't plus say or that year. Scumbags. Plus or minus a year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But age undetermined there. I had a, I, I have had a, no comment at any of that because it's just in, it's indictment. Is that right? Central. Is that right? Okay. What are you drinking, Sean? I had a, well, I had a few Guinnesses before, and then I switched to the Highland Park here, which we're almost uh, done with. Yeah, we're we're, we're at about is, a, uh, a a one quarter left, one quarter left of the bottle. Where do we? What, Mike do, we Lee, got? what do you what do you what do you got going on? I went with the crew. I uh, started with Guinness with Sean, then switched to uh, the Highland, but I'm Bud Light. Bud Light. But now I'm down to Bud Light. So you're I'm drinking water. Down. You're drinking water. Yeah. Yep. Right now. Yeah. Right. The well is run dry. Mm. Yes, I, I am not proud of my selection, but there was a mysterious six-pack of Bud Light in the fridge, and somebody's got to drink it. So. Where did that come from? I don't I know. Have no idea. I don't know. Really? Somebody, I, guess... well, I might have brought it for a Super Bowl. Oh, great. Oh, All right. Well, that is of... that is also Brett speaking. That, uh, yeah, I guess that's it where it came from. It's been sitting there, so this is the last one. It'll be done now. So yeah, you're a little too sober for my liking thus far. Four of them. Not that. Uh... Yeah, I would like to see you more drunk. Oh, not yeah. gonna lie. Long... Just wait till the end. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you you got about a half an hour to catch up. Aaron, what do you got over there? I started the night with uh, $2 Tiger beers from Numpang, best deal in the city, across the street from work. I uh, had a couple of those with my coworker, and then I moved on to Jameson, and now uh, Highland Park as well. So we got you know pretty standard all around for, you know, you got to go to watch Commando. I think we all yeah, need to be yeah. on a, a level playing field. I mean, l last time we did it, we did a specialized drink, but, you know, we're going we're going old school. We went we went America. We went more yeah. independent yeah, this time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Guinness and... None, 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 actually, none of, them are, none of them are I don't Scott, mean the choices are Scott. American. I just mean the fact that we chose our individual things. <laughs> oh, okay. American. Our independence. Yes. Individuality is yeah. what you're saying. Okay. Very so, good. one thing that we've learned today is Commando was made in 1985... The year we, I was born. Getting, yeah, Released Sean. 1985. Released, yeah. Possibly made 1984. Yeah. But I'm just going to get right to it because there's a lot of awesome lot of ins and, and outs. hilarious and 
just ridiculous shit in this movie. So let's just start with the opening scene. Let's just talk about that. And just to refresh your guys' memory, there's a lot of weird shitness. There's Uzis in the middle of the day. There's a tree trunk being carried by Arnold Schwarzenegger. There is... He carries the hell out of that a car being tree driven. trunk. Which has got to be at least six, 700 pounds. You know. Well, a couple things happened there. I don't know... This There's a little gray area if this came out after Terminator, but there was a couple lines potentially ripped off from that movie. I also felt, you know, this treaded on the Rocky IV uh, ice training. You know, the Rocky IV is after this. So I don't know if that maybe ripped off this scene, but it's, the it's 80s, basically man. just let's look at Arnold's muscles while he chops down trees for the first five minutes of the movie. What's wrong I mean, with that? hey, listen, no, who, doesn't, who doesn't enjoy that, you know? I'm a I hetero male, but you know, listen, he's a jack motherfucker. He's a Mr. Universe. Yeah. I, I go back to this is Sean's favorite movie. He was just commenting <laughs> on Arnold's physique for an hour and 30 minutes. Don't forget dipping a 12 year old's face into ice cream in the beginning scene. That also happened. Yep, so his, it went from the most masculine chopping down tree to, you know, stick your ice cream in my face. I like it. Ha ha. Put it in your face. <laughs> Very funny, yes. Was it, I think it might have been Brett. Who was, who was commenting on the Uzis? They took all this time to be incognito being trash truck men, and then they fucking oh, took yeah. out Uzis and shot everybody. The first assassination, it's, got, it's trash collection time, early morning. These guys make a point to get the uniforms, get the truck, go to a private neighborhood. So you think, okay, you know, under the radar, show up at this guy's door, and then pull out Uzis, which... There's no need for that at all. Well, it's more for the surprise of the murder victim as opposed to being undercover for the rest of the I think any gun movie. they pull out is a surprise to the victim. I mean, they're going to kill him. <laughs> sure. yeah. Now they've yeah, just blown that... their cover completely. No, the whole are... thing is, like, at least if they had guns with silencers, it makes sense. But it just all is part of the theme of it's the 80s and no one gave a fuck in the 80s. Yeah, that's... That's that's, that's what we got out of this movie is that we're going to spoil it for you now. No one gives a fuck in the 80s. Yeah. You know what I like the best? The price. <laughs> <laughs> that goes back to the fact that the guy goes to a car dealership and then drives out of it with a car. Kills, also, the, kills the car dealer dude yeah. in, in the process. A lot of innocent deaths. Yeah. Mall cops, car dealers, uh, airport employee. Like, just people are getting killed. Uh, they're all just cokeheads anyway. At whim. That's well, true. I mean, how, how, many, how many of these civilian lives are worth this little girl's life? You know what all I'm of them, according to all of them, are worth it. I don't know. Well, my Clearly. point is, all of the scenes that we've discussed were in the first five minutes. So, if you were ever asking yourself, why do we consider this a classic? Because that's why it's we just so described fucking good. That's why four or five people dying and ridiculousness yep. in the first five minutes of this movie. I've Plus, seen it twenty times. <laughs> well, so you love it too. It's... Also, Mike Lee is here because he's our resident '80s expert. He's the oldest one of us. Born '81, baby. Yeah, he he almost spans the decade and. Quote, to quote him while we're watching this movie, I saw this 30 times pre the age of 15. That's correct. Yeah. He no, did I know a surprising amount that, uh, about this movie. Yeah. That, uh, it's I was, just been I was a while impressed. since I've seen it. It's been a little while, but yeah. you know, you knew your shit. You knew your shit about this movie. So a couple more things that I thought were ridiculous with the opening 10 minutes is the gun room that he has. He walks in, puts in some fucking codes. Oh, three, two, four, one. No, no, yeah. no. This is two numbers. One and three. <laughs> See? This is why he's he the president in 80s. Numbers. No, I saw it. I go, 
So he puts in an unlucky number. Now this is a man who has given up the military. The oh, by the way, yeah, by the way, it's Friday it the 13th. It is Friday the 13th. Yes. I was also born on three. Friday the 13th. Unlucky. He's, he's <laughs> given up the military, sworn off service, tossed away his old life, yet he keeps a shed filled with expert-level military-grade arsenal, uh, you know, to the... Walls filled, like not just a couple guns in case his daughter gets. But can you say you know, he was wrong? He was clearly correct in storing these. I, I he don't, used two of them. To me, that's he took not two a, guns out. That's not a ridiculous thing, though. To me, as a military man, you're keeping guns no matter what, and they're they're probably having crazy shit that you've never seen. To his defense, his colonel or boss said, "Everybody's after you." It could have been anybody. So it could have been Syrians, the Russians. I'm not saying a man's not entitled Libyan. to his weapons. I'm not saying an ex-military man can't have a couple guns. The man had a shed. Filled with like M16s, rocket launchers, and by the way, he took about two of those out when he went to defend his house. So it was a complete my, waste when it comes down to having his arsenal. My point is the the line was blurred whether he was active or inactive in the military. That is my point. Maybe. But the other point that you were saying is it, he doesn't need guns. It's Arnold. It's Arnold. It's jo- actually it's John Matrix. John Matrix. Did you see the movie? Best name no, ever. No, he, he, was guns. he was definitely inactive <laughs> at this point. He was definitely discharged. He was definitely. Out of the out of the military at this point. Maybe as far as that, that, that's what he I, also that's what pushes I, a car small. down a hill yes, to yeah, kill other course, people. Of course, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of ridiculous shit in this movie that I'm sure we'll get to. Oh, I'll I'll wish, as starting with oh, in that closet. Right, yeah. uh, he's go. He quickly glow, goes to that shed, comes back pretty quickly. Thirty five seconds. And by the time he gets back. The daughter's already gone. The dude's sitting in the chair, and the daughter's like halfway down the They're mountain down in the, the hill. car. Right? They're already down yeah, the hill. What the fuck yeah. is that? Well, I will just say, <laughs> this movie gets to the point very quickly. Not, not to mention, how did he realize that he was going to be attacked? He smelled the attackers <laughs> yes, because they, they were, were downwind. They were downwind. <laughs> they were, he goes, you didn't did, smell them? I did. <laughs> he says. That was my favorite fucking line of this entire movie. And it was within There's 10 minutes. There's a lot of great lines, yeah. too. And that's, that's one of the What do you expect ones. me to smell them? I did. <laughs> Actually, I have, this, I have this new fancy wind guard now. So I'm going to be speaking more into the mic, but you can't tell. It sounds like shit if you move it around. Brew review is, I know, is sorry, leveling I did. up. There's probably going to be some things I fucked it up because I moved around, but we're getting legit with this shit. I mean, <laughs> we got a little... It's Well, I can't be... We have a postcard or a index card that says brew review written on it. On the mic. Little mic flag. It's a mic flag. flag, yeah. Yeah, sorry. We're that. very legit With a pop here. shield. Just get in there. Our equipment is getting legit. All right, sorry. Yeah. Sorry for that tangent, but I thought it was important to I took a picture. We can add it. Thanks, Michael. Just a lot of empty cans on this table. Another ridiculous thing, just continuing on the theme of this, is Bennett's tank top chain mail. Okay. That is introduced within eight minutes of this movie. Oh, we? Who the fuck wears chain mail in 1985? And who wears a tank top chain mail in the middle of summer in God knows where America? I can can either get behind, all right, now it's at the climax of the movie, you're going against your arch enemy. They they do it in the beginning. In a knife fight. No, but I I can see at the end when he's in a knife fight, okay, you throw on the chain mail vest, you know, both for looking badass and protecting against knife swipes. He's wearing it. On a boat ride in the beginning of the movie, he's wearing a chainmail tank top. It doesn't make any sense. There's, there's no reason. He's fat to begin with. He's it looks most nothing like guy. his comrade yeah. Arnold. He's the John most out of shape guy. Never in compete with John Matrix in the real, in real, <laughs> in real world scenario. John Matrix would fucking destroy this guy. Sean yeah. has been training for the past six yeah. months to become John Matrix. I'm, I will become John Matrix eventually. 
And oh. every time we mention chainmail, it's air quotes around it because yeah. it was not really chainmail. Well, that was it. Because some... it was knitted by his grandmother. <laughs> what, 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 do you, what do you mean, Brett? What do you mean? What do you mean? Elaborate on that. I think we all clearly saw. Yeah, but our that viewers don't know. It was, in fact, crocheted uh, <laughs> knitting yeah. and not actual chainmail. About three quarters of the movie, we realized is that like. A, a sweater that just is meant to look like it. Yeah. And and we started, we debated a little bit and then Sean pointed out that they had cleverly added the sound effect of clinking metal to give the effect that this was in fact chainmail. So it wasn't our misunderstanding of 80s fashion. That was the intent but either the actor who played John or uh, what's Bennett. his name? Bennett. Bennett. Yeah. Was too lazy to carry the weight of the chainmail around, and so clearly wore a. His name knit is sweater. Vernon Wells, yes. not the baseball player. Yes. <laughs> I, did, I did look up Oscar-winning sound editor. Fully, it's called, a, it's called <laughs> fully, a fully, fully artist. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And they weren't on it, right? Not, yeah. not named on it for this. Not one? nominated. Like not even that. nominated. Wow. Do you know who did win that year? <laughs> We'll, we'll get Brett on that. Brett's our research guy. Brett's our research no, guy. Okay. It was actually Dance of the Wolves. <laughs> really? A little no, early. I, I don't no, know. No, that's like 1993. <laughs> that was a little early for Dance of the Wolves. Now, we did mention, we did not notice at first how fake the chainmail was. We said we wanted to go back because it looked more real in the beginning. The question was, do you think that if that was, it, possibly he was wearing that to begin with, the legit chainmail, and then was just being a bitch actor, and was like, I can't wear this the rest of the fucking movie, and they made him a fake one? You, you want to know my true it? feeling with that? My true feeling is, I think they ran out of money in the budget, <laughs> like halfway through the film, and they fuck, this silver chainmail costs like $80 a day. But they already we can only afford it. like $15 oh, they a day. they were going for renting it. Yeah, they went for renting it. Like, this, we need to get like, <laughs> right. we need to just buy a $10 t-shirt that we got like I mean, at they're not that expensive. It's, we had somebody in the office actually order one. Yeah, and but that costs like a hundred and something dollars. I'm, I'm just not they had to buy it once. I mean, it's, it's like the car scene. They clearly cut corners there hardcore. Well, this goes, this, this, Sean brings up a good point. This goes into a bigger thing I want to talk about is continuity through this movie and <laughs> listen we get it this movie is a classic for mostly awesome terrible reasons <laughs> yes but we're not expecting much out of this movie but there is this terrible continuity in this movie that even even if you're not even in the industry you're just cringing right so we already talked about it with the uh uh what you call it let me no so so the, the, the car the car scene the car scene is the, the car worst scene in the movie. when he when the the that, that red car keeps hitting the the yellow Porsche yeah uh he continually hits it and they show the side of the car being all fucked up but then in several shots you can clearly see that the car is totally fine like after it's been it's been hit if you watch the movie again you'll see this this very clearly multiple times back multiple and forth times. not multiple just times. once yeah, it as switches he's it hitting constantly it. Yeah. switches as he's as hitting it you see that it fucked up oh it's fine it's a Porsche it's and fucked up the, the sad part is there's no reason for the continuity error because whether it was a rig or they had a car towing during the, the scene where they're crashing against each other they had moving vehicles that were able to shoot those the shots they needed the whole lead up to the drive away when all of a sudden the Porsche is perfect so they, they never needed to take that final shot of him driving away in a perfect Porsche again. Yeah. They could have easily cut it up cut or, that shot yeah, or yeah. re-rigged it to, to do well, that. They were also, like, fuck it. They're just like, fuck it, who gives a shit? Like, it's you know. terrible directing. And yeah. the director, I have his name, I don't think he's ever directed a movie again after that, but Mark L. Lester is the director's Molester? name. <laughs> that's his that's his initials is Molester. This is why he probably casted a twelve year old <laughs> Alyssa Milano. Uh, but that's beyond the point. Uh more continuity shit. 
the grenades at the end. Oh, when, when, when platforms. They, yeah, yeah, no, no, oh, the, the platform thing, and also when he puts, the, cut the he puts the mines on the outside me, of the building, yeah, and yeah, two they big, explode yeah, that, from the inside. That, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Two big errors there. He sets mines up, claymores, facing buildings, meaning that when he hits his remote control, they should implode inwards and kill anyone in the buildings. Yet, these things blow up like there's two tons of dynamite in each building Underneath. Yep. Yeah, or fucking And it explodes in outwards instead, yeah. Then, when he throws a grenade at the men charging him on the lawn of this villa, you you literally see the seesaw mechanism they use to <laughs> launch these guys into the air. And it's they don't even through. go right down. They stay lifted up in the air for a good two or three seconds in the shot. Just completely visible. For some visible. reason, that just made me just think of like the lethal weapon and it's always sunny like episode where they're just trying to film an action movie. Like if we tried to film an action movie, we would have like these booby trapped platforms and like, oh fuck, we forgot to edit that out, you know? I said booby traps. But I don't know. I, we, we should look up how much money, how much uh, money this film made. They didn't because... want to splurge for LucasArts to just Photoshop out the platform. But my, my thing, even the continuity with the Porsche, you could have filmed it. Like the, if you were knowingly trying to fit within your budget, Film on the other side that wasn't hit a million times when you're fucking doing it. Ter- terrible directing, but that's the beauty of this classic. That's what makes it so good. So more ridiculousness. Uh, they, he drives a bulldozer. I don't know what the technical term of this contraption. A bobcat slash bulldozer into a store to grab weapons. That my, part my, my is absurd. Scenes. Yeah. A weapon store in what <laughs> we're presuming is L.A. I don't think we ever confirmed. I saw the palm tree says is, is limited. Got to be West Coast. Yeah. I, I always Houston, assume so, but you know, I you know who knows. Either way, big yeah. airport with palm trees. I mean, that's the thing is that is that the we never know where the fuck we're at in America. Where yeah. the fuck we are don't we know, at in America? We don't know where they are, but regardless, this store that he goes into sells. Grenade launchers, or rocket launchers, <laughs> grenades, uh, flippers. He, he t- takes a pair of flippers. Yeah, that's true. And uh, a Speedo. That's fucking Speedo, too. There's some RPGs in the wall. And there. gets a change of clothes as well. Also, uh, he that. steals all that, puts it in a cart, then gets busted by the cops or the internal security, and yet, when he gets rescued by the girl who shoots a rocket launcher at the cop car, which we can talk about, yeah, he somehow gets everything back. Like, she snuck out the back door with a full shopping cart filled with arsenal, puts it in the trunk, and has time to drive around and save him mm-hmm. from the cop uh, custody. And she was about to, She if she would have aimed wrong, she would have killed everybody in the car. Triple homicide, bitch. <laughs> and she said she yeah. read the instructions, but yeah. she shot it she backwards shot it the, the first way. time. She That's the totally, number one. Which way to face it? She totally destroyed that one bus stop. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, my whole thing, and I think it was Sean that said it was, why the fuck is she still with him at that point? There's no reason. No woman would ever follow such a dangerous situation for no fucking reason. Well, there's reason. another continuity. Just, well, there's just no... There's literally no reason she was scared shitless of this guy four minutes before this. When they leave the mall, he gets in that car. I don't know why she... Chumps in with They them. show her on the stairs in the mall, seeing everything go down. Then all of a sudden, Arnold's in the... Uh, excuse me. John Matrix is in the garage <laughs> leaving. And the next thing you know, she's in the car with him going, I don't know why I'm doing this. It, there's no good explanation for how that, why she follows him. Makes it, I did, like after ten minutes she's introduced and she keeps on somehow finding her way back to him. You're like, I don't understand why you're still doing this. And then even at the hotel room, when the bad guy comes in or knocks the door, I'm like, ri- I'm room yeah. service. I'm room service. <laughs> 
I get honestly, this podcast could be another hour and a half. Sean could recite the entire movie for you. I could just start saying, yeah. <laughs> I could and I recite know, the whole movie. I know that we're criticizing a lot of elements. We loved it. It's the so movie. fucking good. That's why. But these are the reasons why it's a classic, right? Like it's just. It's so dumb and awesome at the same time. But can we go back to, where the fuck are they? Like, where are they? How is there never an element of like, oh, where you're at in the United States of America? Well, they do mention that they they fly at one point to an island called uh, Verona or... V- Valverde. Valverde. This is a really interesting thing. We, we're doing our research here at Brew Review for you. Apparently, you? we were like, is Val- are we just stupid and like is Valverde a real place that we don't know where it's at it's supposed to be sort of in South America and the answer is it's not a real place Valverde is a fictional Hollywood country so this has been done before they make this shit up to have but not just for the not a just for South Commando. American Central American country that they can use in movies without getting in disputes with the government or showing a bad portrayal of it so they just made up a country name like those phone numbers yeah. which I thought was actually very fucking interesting yeah. and I learned it just because I got drunk and did this podcast yeah hey he learns something every day the yeah. more you know <laughs> <laughs> but, but that, that was like the first hour I was just like where the fuck is Valverde I was like it's in Colombia I'm positive <laughs> I, I consider I looked up JetBlue they don't do that I go there yeah <laughs> JetBlue does not fly Mike, Mike Lee tried to fly there yeah. on the $30 yeah. deal a week ago and he was like oh it doesn't exist so yeah, I got a couple guns, guys. I'm going to uh, <laughs> yeah. head on to South America. Turks and Caicos, Barbados. Do you have a daughter? Nope. <laughs> also, Mike Lee is the only person I could not say his purely first name. I have to say both No, names. we always Any say... Any looking say, for a yeah. right-hand man? <laughs> so, as long with the why is she with him, where are they, continuing those themes of question, how is this time window f- made in this movie, right? I mean, the 11 hours between the flights... We were saying it's very questionable, very questionable so, that he makes this 11-hour window. To any listeners who have not seen the film, Arnold Do yourself is, a favor stop, and watch it. Stop, stop right now. Really watch the and then re-listen movie, to this please. after. Yeah. You will love it. He, Arnold, er, John Matrix is given... He, he's told when he gets in the plane that his, his captors have put him on. He's got 11 hours. Uh, it's an 11-hour flight. And so he knows once he kills his, his guard or the guy who's holding him... <laughs> Which I want to talk about the airplane scene. I want to talk about the airplane scene. Do me a favor. Don't delay my friend. He's dead shy. Sean, this is this is your realm. Just describe this airplane scene. It's it's fucking ridiculous and awesome. So this airplane scene, he he's like, hey, excuse me, madam, (laughs) can I have a uh, pillow and blanket, please? Uh, (laughs) Then he kills this motherfucker. And then puts the blanket pillow over snaps him. Snaps his neck. Yeah, well, snaps wait, wait. his neck. He elbows him in the yeah, face and then snaps the his neck within two seconds. Yeah. It's he's boom, boom, dead. done. He's they're dead. Flying, he's they're dead. they're no, flying dead. first class. There's two yeah. seats. For, yeah, for some reason they're flying first class. You know, well, that, that's all good. Kill, then kill then he goes down the, into the uh, lower deck. By telling the, 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 the flight attendant that he's uh, air sick. I'm air sick. While they're still on the tarmac. While they're still on the tarmac. And the, the the little the little car is still hoisting them around backwards. Yeah. Like they're going literally like three miles an hour at this point. There's no way you can be airsick by this point. But anyways, he gets bit down to the bottom bottom of the um what what is uh fuselage. Yeah. And then it rips some shit apart. There's a there's some random Rottweiler there <laughs> parking in his ass, you know. <laughs> Just hey, to make it scary. That's traumatic effect. Yeah, traumatic. But wouldn't a dog die in 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 no, they, in like dogs travel that's all the time. time? No, but that's but are is that not part of the pressurized cabin? 
No, they have. They have like. No, he ripped open. He ripped open. He ripped. Uh, he ripped the lining of the train. It might off. die after okay. that point. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe it's prior dead. To that, that, that dog is probably yeah. dead now. But you know. No, our, no animals uh, were. Yeah, but then, were then he, during the filming of Commando. Then he straight up jumped out of a plane as it's flying into At like probably two hundred and fifty yeah. yeah. miles per hour yeah. minimum. Easy. Which Easy, the trajectory you know? of that alone, he just drops as if like, well, I'm you know in the air two hundred miles an hour. I'm just gonna fall straight down. He doesn't you drop would be in water. Rocketed off that plane. <laughs> yeah. He drops yeah. in like a marshy wetland, <laughs> yeah. but in the land, like yeah. your tailbone's at least yeah. broken. He gets up as if a fly hit him in his He's face. He's great. He's great. He's better than before. Didn't even do that. And well, he runs after. Yeah, he's good. Uh, no, it's as if nothing happened. Yeah. Nothing occurred. He didn't just jump out of an airplane going 200 miles per hour. But it, actually, I'm happy we talked about the airplane scene because it brings me back to what I wanted to talk about, which is that fucking guy, Sully. <laughs> his suit, and then the fact that Arnold rips out a phone booth. <laughs> <laughs> so Arnold just rips a lot of shit out of nowhere and picks it up and carries. No, he doesn't. She does. No, John Matrix does. John, <laughs> you asshole. Well, t- talk talk about that, Aaron. But was the first the first thing he does is what the um, I can't even fucking remember at this point. It's the uh, well, he he runs into back into the mall airplane airport slash mall with bar like bar restaurants in it. Then runs up to a man who shoots again. No one can hit Arnold. Arnold runs, no, John Matrix runs with no armor, no protection, no hiding throughout this entire film with hundreds of men shooting at him and takes like two flesh wounds the entire film, punches through and shakes off the glass of a, of a phone booth and rips it apart, picking up both the, I don't know, 300-pound phone booth with a 120- or 150-pound guy. Yep. In that guy was heavy. With, the, with any, 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 anything bolted down, any wires, he was just he just ripped that shit off and threw that shit on the well, ground. Well, before that, he rips a car seat clean out that's of the car. True. That's true. That For still true. yet to be unknown reasons, what was the reason? No, no, no because he, it, it because he didn't want to be seen. He wanted to be, he wanted to be down But two minutes low. later, he's popped yeah. up sitting in so a car. So wait, you don't want to be they seen, so you rip a car seat out of a car yeah. and then yeah, throw it? When I'm going through a tow booth on the way out, he's sitting right Inefficient. up there. There's no reason to yeah, not he doesn't actually lay down. He just sits up as if... I just thought it was too small for him to sit down, so he just sat in the bottom. Of a metal car, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. This fucking movie's great. I, I'm just let me just say it. it's fucking great. Which part? After which uh, he tears out that phone booth. He's then covered in eight security guards, which then he yeah. just is able to throw off all eight in a giant circle. One of the most ridiculous parts. Men who are just on duty, like report he- hearing reports. By the way, of his the Robin to his Batman, the whole movie. She just tells a guy, "There's a crazy man over there, and I think he's kidnapping me." And he then goes, after being approached by these guys, just goes on to kill, I don't know, seven of them that are just small security cops. Yeah, but she, but she also sees that one of them is about to shoot him and then pushes him down the stairs. She had a change of heart. Meaning she had a change of heart in the middle of the scene, meaning she's a fickle bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I promise Sean likes women. He, he does like women. <laughs> oh, I love women. I love them. How about the end scene? The end scene is... You really want to talk about climaxing the most ridiculous things. You know, you, how can you top all of the shit that we talked about? And this is how. By having a chainmail tank top man a who is out of shape. Man. <laughs> cro- uh, crochet man. Well, he has a gun first. Man. And gun versus a uh, armless man. And True, and he Arnold has his daughter, too. But you have this 
guy who has no business fighting Arnold Schwarzenegger in the peak... Sorry, Aaron. John Matrix. Aaron was giving me a face. In peak physical shape, John Matrix, John Matrix, and you have this fat British marine guy. Yeah. He wants to kill him by hand for the fucking pleasure of it. And this end scene, if... As we said, if you have never seen this, just stop watching it. Even if you just watch the end scene, it's fucking, it's priceless. Yeah. It, no, there's a, there's a scene when Arnold throws a, a, a saw at some guy's head. <laughs> and scalps him. It, it scalps him. <laughs> also, it. Circular saw blade. This film felt like someone, the, the director just said, we're going to do everything in one take. Like, fuck it, we'll do it live. He just, he went through and. Pretty much how we do this yeah, podcast. Pretty, the yeah. final scene of, of the, of the Bennett, like, monologue and his he gets the crazy eyes there is no like a, there's no good acting there there's no sense of you know what let's do it again she's like yeah yeah keep keep going with this, this that was great, great arnold <laughs> keep, Wait, it, keep he, it keep it coming arnold he throw i mean the climax of the entire movie and see is he throws a pipe through a man <laughs> that not only goes through this chainmail that is quote unquote there it goes through his bone his heart through his body into a metal ventilation shaft. Through it. So, that, pipe, so that steam comes out of the pipe. In copious amounts. In and then he says amounts. the line, Sean? <laughs> Let off some steam, Let off some steam. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. It's, it's like the best fucking line Wait, I've wait. Ever the heard. best part is he's about 15 feet away. You can't even... If I even try to throw this glass at you, it won't even break. That, that pipe was six inches in diameter, like... Yeah. Half inch thick, <laughs> and he rips it off the wall. Industrial yeah. piping just rips it off in a six foot chunk. It's it's almost the diameter of, of uh, Arnold's dick, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sean knows he sucked it a lot. <laughs> you think Arnold's packing? You think he's got like a little steroids dick? No, how oh, about the oh, uh, no, Mike Lee comments well, on, on the, the speedo. Boat. No, on the boat. The speedo, yes, yeah, speedo, yeah. But do you see anything? Is it? I did not catch. Uh, the the heat he's got going on there. I don't know. Michael, are you, are you trying to say that it was a, an, an average Asian man size, or above that, average? Is that too offensive? Like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking too. I've seen it 30 times, but that was before I was 15. <laughs> that means you only jerked up to it 12 times. Th- those days, you're not you're not checking dick size. You're just going, this is fucking awesome. This guy's yeah. shooting 300 people in a movie. No, you're just watching for violence at that point when you're when you're that young. Yeah, right. weapons, vest, uh, or, or were you Were you crushing hard on a young Alyssa Milano? Because that's what I would have been doing. No, I didn't see it. Didn't see it coming. I was negative three when this, negative two when this came out. I mean, there was a, like, for an 80s action movie, an extreme lack of real sex. strong sex appeal. Yeah. There was uh, one t- one pair of tits. One pair of boobs. For about, th- for about yeah. three quarters of a second. Yeah. Yeah. So there was no one that Arnold really crushed after. Uh, you know, there was, it wasn't, wasn't a strong usually in a film you get like the lead actress at least two or three times topless and there's a strong element of like you know the female co-lead i don't know but this girl yeah. just didn't she didn't uh pull her own yeah. i don't think at all <laughs> well i mean this movie this it's actually a good time to talk about the actors i mean we can't really talk about the acting in this movie to be honest <laughs> true and honestly there's no one Arnold's the only real star of this movie, all right? Like, this is all, like Alyssa Milano's really first movie, so no one knows her. I totally disagree. Bill Pullman. Bill Paxton. Bill no Paxton. One, Bill Paxton. 
That's we actually just learned that today, and we've seen this movie probably what his role is times? on IMDb is interceptor. Fifty times, maybe. And this this has probably been it was Bill is it yeah, it's Bill Pullman right? Yes. Or is it, no, Paxton, it's, it's Bill Paxton. Yeah. yeah, this is Bill Paxton. We're confusing the Aaron, fucking confusing Independence Day guy. Uh, Bill Paxton's first movie, I think, ever. But reunited for true. There's lies. a bunch of C-list actors that people rec- would recognize, right? So the the main bad guy, his name is. Uh, Who are we drinking with? Bennett. Dan Hadaya is no the main. He's he's the, the money. Oh, oh the, yeah, the he Bunchin plays guy. the Bunchin guy. South, yeah. yeah, South American guy. He's the dad. As Mike Lee says, the father from uh, Clueless. Clueless. Mike Lee was oh, so yeah, excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Lee loves Clueless. It's like his yeah. favorite movie. Oh yeah. And then he's also the the owner's son and rookie of the year. <laughs> you have Bennett, who's Vernon Wells, which doesn't make any sense, and no one cares. The, <laughs> Very the well black paid guy, uh, the big actor. black guy, who's the only one that I think Bizarre would make head. sense fighting Arnold, and he gets killed within like a minute and a half. Uh, is oh, the Green Bill Beret, Duke. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill yeah. Duke, I eat Sully. Green for breakfast. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. And, and the, the only other main, the main person is, you know, the black girl who's actually black, half black, and Asian. Her name is Ray Don Chung. Never saw that coming. <laughs> you know, she looks mixed, but she doesn't look that mixed. Like, you know. She got some nice legs. She, you know, sure. I was surprised. We were talking about this. She got hit on by lots of white men oh, in this yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But not Arnold's. No, Arnold is definitely going to hit that after this. He after just shoots her those. After. Oh, she he, gave him the look No, no, the, 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 the end scene is he gives her the eye. She gives him the eye. It's like no, no chance, <laughs> he says. He's never. There's no, no chance. chance he's going back because he's going to go bang this broad and domesticate her. <laughs> and she's clearly exactly 20 years his younger. 20 yeah. years It doesn't ago. matter. It doesn't fucking matter. How old matter. was Arnold at this filming? 30 years know. ago. We didn't do that. We didn't do he's that. He's like research. 65. My now. guess had to be he's close to 30. Yeah, easy. Right? Might be over. That girl Might had be to be. He wasn't a young man when he came over here. He was. Right, yeah. get on this. Get on this. I would put on. I would put it Ask close Alexa. to 35, but I have no idea. Alexa, oh yeah, yeah, let's get Alexa on this shit. Alexa, how old is Arnold Schwarzenegger? Arnold Schwarzenegger is 67 years old. 67. So, so he was 37. So he was born in 47. Wow. About 37. No shit. What was that chick's name? Wait, Alexa. How old is Ray Don Chong? No, yeah, you're never going to get around not popped enough to figure out. Can I give you some Wikipedia shit for you? Yeah, yeah. Originally, the movie was written for Gene Simmons of Kiss. What? What? That would have been terrible. Passed on the script. Awful. Then Nick Nolte as an out of condition former commando. Oh, Nick Nolte, I could see that working. But not of. The specimen of Arnold. Well, that would have made what? sense though, fighting the end guy if they were both out of shape. You know? Yeah, Nick Nolte just like scumbag old man, like living in a mountain village. And the last uh, trivia: ten million dollar budget made two hundred twenty million dollars. Wow. wow! So that's so. Money. I actually think all of those successes were because of budget, because they probably, probably had to pay yeah. Arnold like eight million. That's thirty yeah. years. How much did Arnold make on that film? Back then, I don't know. Okay. But Alexa. How much did Arnold make for the movie Commando? I don't think that's going to work. She's not going to know that. That's not going to work. No way. It's just useless, work. Brett. It's useless. <laughs> I had a poster of this movie in my bedroom for most of my childhood of just John Matrix standing with the gun over his back and the full post-boating to the island outfit of vest, grenades, <laughs> yeah. knife, that was the coolest oh, wait, fucking outfit time when you he was in the Speedo? Just, no, no, no. Just after the Speedo? No, Aaron just jerked off to that. Vest, yeah. pants, uh... 
camouflage across the face gun. So are you saying that 50% of that budget went to marketing? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the other five million went to Arnold and like then all the rest. I had no idea what Commando that, was. I mean, that mm-hmm. makes sense because they couldn't do any post-production, basically. Can we guess the Rotten Tomatoes percentage? Let's all four of us guess. 53%. Okay. 50. 99%. Say <laughs> <So>, Sean. <laughs> now, I got a, I got a question. I, I've never, uh, uh, when it comes to Rotten Tomatoes for older ones, I assume 32 just, reviews. I assume they just take the reviews from it at that time when yes. it first came out. Yep. I'm going to say no, 78. 12. Closest is Aaron with 69%. Oh! Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, based on 32 reviews. But did I say Fair 53? Enough. Yeah, I guess they I'm love the tongue-in-cheek that. humor. And obviously now is a cult classic. Yeah. Well, we, we don't lie here. We said it was a classic here at Per Review. Do you want so, to- question is, who do you want to drink with it the most at this movie? I mean, I feel like, obviously, we take Arnold out of the equation. No, don't choose Arnold. Let's say, yeah, let's take Arnold out of the equation. You know what I'm going to choose. Him. You can't take Arnold out of the equation. I'm no, going to no, no, say... No, of course, because everybody's going to... No, everyone's going to choose Arnold. No, gonna, no, I disagree. Because you're going to choose him. Fuck you. No, I'm not. Okay, well, then don't choose Arnold. I'm not. I've got I already guy. made my choice. I was a Milano. <laughs> so Dom's drinking with a 12-year-old. He's projecting. Hey, I started Sean. drinking. I started drinking. When I was 12 years old. She can have a 40 old D. I want to. I want to have a drink with Sully. Oh, that's what I was. He likes to. He likes to. He he's a he's an aggressive motherfucker. Well, you see he those suits under, he wears too. Yeah, he, he wears some he has sick the Larry ass King suspenders. suits. His tie is always fucking amazing. Uh, he's always he's he's down to hit on chicks. No fucking problem. You know. He's Mike, down to harass Mike, the shit Mike Lee, what's your guest who you want to drink with out of this movie? I would drink with the gentleman that Arnold killed on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. The guy. other black guy. The Caribbean. Black guy, yeah. Caribbean. The Coke suit? Yeah. If you will. Coke suit. He also, wait, white what, suit. What does he say to Arnold? What does he say to Arnold when he gets on a plane? He goes, you open your mouth again. What does he say? I'm going to nail it shut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Brett? I'm going to black chick. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, that probably done. would have better be a better choice for me, but I went straight. I just <laughs> I love Alyssa Milano now, so I can't not choose her. I'm like the time traveler's wife. Or I mean, Terminator. <laughs> you just went to the future. Yeah. I and thought I was gonna be the contrarian and say Sully, but I'll drink with John Matrix. <laughs> with the little ice cream in my face. Did I face. not I say that you were gonna choose him. Arnold? No, I would. I was going for Sully. Choose someone else. Ticket. Guys, chop wood together. You could drink with a. Uh, Drink that white chick in the beginning in bed. Or the or the main guy, the main villain. Drink with that asshole. No. Oh, after, no. After no the, I choose I would choose a green beret to drink with over over any I, of these motherfuckers. If if I was to drink it with Alyssa Milano, I would choose General Kirby. Oh, uh, General Kirby. Come on, asshole. This. He fucking jumped in the helicopter and left. He's the Matrix one that, that caused the whole situation by flying the helicopter there in the first place. Right? I don't think the guy in the woods was able to follow him in the helicopter. No, that's exactly what they said. They yeah. were like, oh, they, let, let, let me, let's get, let's cause some shit and then we'll. The point is, the... they were flying there in a helicopter and this guy's already in the woods. There was no other helicopter landing yeah. behind that was following yeah, that helicopter. Well, I mean, I think I speak for that. I don't think we need to give a brew review rating of drinks because nope. you will enjoy this movie no matter what. No matter this what. is a fen- this is a phenomenal fucking movie. Zero Every drinks, classic episode, drinks, zero we're not going to do a rating of drinks because it, yeah. you sh- it doesn't matter. Go see this movie. You should have seen it 17 this times by this point. Yeah. Just do it. Nike, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. Maybe eventually we'll have a mixed review movie. Where we don't all love something. <laughs> well, no, well, well, this is you a know, classic. Yeah, this is a classic. I don't think that's, I don't think that's gonna, ever going to happen on the uh, on the classics. 
Can we get another? Uh, the one, the uh, one thing I do, <laughs> the one thing I do want to say before we wrap up, just because I thought it was hilarious, is the black guy who I thought was worth the only one worth fighting with Arnold, looked like he was drinking the tonic juice from The Simpsons, the Ken Griffey tonic juice. But his big ass forehead, that dude's head was so misshapen. No need to do tonic. You just yeah. pump. He had the Ken Griffey. So all your Simpsons fan, <laughs> Simpsons fans who's never seen this movie, drink it just for the guy who looks like Ken Griffey drank tonic juice. Just get up early in the morning, go work out. Hard work. That, Remember. This wraps up the first classic brew review with Mike Lee as our guest. And happy Valentine's Day. For you guys and ladies out there. I lied. <laughs> <laughs>